It's the Pete, Matt and Kimber podcast for ABC Blinds October sale on now. Next 94.5. Welcome to the podcast, Kimber. Welcome. Welcome, Matt. Welcome, Matt. He's... <laughs> We're getting nothing. We're getting nothing. I said, let's dress up for Halloween and he's turned up weekend at Bernie style mm. and... um. There's absolutely nothing coming out of that Hawaiian shirt. It's, com- it, I mean, what is it? Is it, you know what, I'm taking the day off or is it genuine commitment to the cause here? I mean, because he's a proper actor. Mm, and and we, I guess we knew what we were signing up for when we got a NIDA trained actor on the show oh. that he was going to come in and put in his best performance and here it is. Yeah, that's a very good point. All right, mate, you just hang there. Um, we spoke to a real life witch today. Fiona Horn. Yeah. I didn't really know what a real life witch does or did. Well, luckily for us, she does because she's been practicing for decades mm. and she'll walk you through that. Um, we talked about creepy kids. <laughs> creepy kids. Your so kid freaky. said the creepiest thing. Yeah. I, I'm not going to out it yet because you can hear it in the podcast, but um, yeah, it's not unusual for our number two, um, Isabella, the character, to come out with something where we've just gone, mate. It's not unusual to be really <laughs> creepy. Uh, and haunted houses. Lots of haunted houses around. Not as many in Perth, I would imagine, because they're a little bit younger. Mm. But there's some creepy stuff that goes on. Pete, Matt and Kimber. Look, I, I've never understood the desire for Alexa or Google Home, any of those recording devices that you've all got in your homes <sighs> pretending to make your lives easier. This is where I tell you I've got two of them. Of course you do. I've got a Google Home and then a Google Home Mini. It, <laughs> of course the you do. I'm like, <laughs> you know, anyway, listening right I think now. they're creepy and gross, but those who love them love trying to convince me that I need one, mm. you know, because I'll be like, I'm not having that. I'm not having people just recording. Oh yeah, but Kimber, it does this and it can turn your lights on and it can play music for you and it can tell you the weather. And I'm like, that's what Pete does for me. <laughs> You do all of those things. Not in your house on the weekend, though. You would if I asked nicely. You know, you're very right. And I, <laughs> but the huge selling point that I've been missing out on, and I can't believe I haven't got one of these devices strictly for this, mm. Alexa does fluffs. As in puts. Does fluffs. It took me a long time to realise this was a thing because I obviously don't do anything with this, these devices. But apparently she does 42 different types <laughs> of fluffs. Um, there's some long ones, silent ones, some wet and muffled. You could ask her to do them. This is what you'll get. This is where it's come to, folks. Alexa, ask for a fart. <laughs> Alexa, ask for a fart. Alexa, ask for a fart. Thanks, Alexa. Now, um, Google does it as well. Google does too. My girls discovered that. And so they spent a lot of time in the kitchen going, hey, Google, do a fart. Well, she's so willing to do a fart. Listen to these kids trying to get one. Alexa, do a fart. That was a muffled one. Try asking me for a squishy fart. Or say random. Random. That was a difficult one. Try asking me for a rotten fart. Or say random. Alexa, do a really long, loud fart. That was an engine rumbler one. (laughs) I mean, listen to some of the descriptions she does. Long and crispy, long and windy, cheek wobbling, long and squeaky, 
a lovely fart. A or lovely fart. Perhaps you want to go for quick and squelchy. Quick and squelchy. Sounds Yuck. wet. It sounds like a wet fart. I don't need this in my life. Pete, Matt and Kimber. Halloween. The weather's not carrying us for Halloween, so allow me. <laughs> There's a lot of bats and hanging things in this room right yeah. now. Yeah. You have some great facial stuff going on right now. Yeah, worked on a few Frankenstein scars. Yeah. And uh, Maddie, just... Just one of the classic interpretations of Weekend at Bernie's. It's an incredible commitment to character. Mm. Matt is sitting here in his Weekend at Bernie's outfit and has not spoken all morning. All morning the entire time. <laughs> Thrilled with his contribution uh, to the show today. Uh, he trained at NIDA. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. Um, I know this is a classic one to pull out for Halloween, but is your house haunted? I love these stories. Oh, I love these stories too. Why wouldn't we Mainly because I'm not living in a haunted house, yeah. so it's easy to look from the outside. Well, I've mentioned a couple of times that we think our house is haunted. Yeah. Because I whipped those, when we renovated, I whipped those stones off that were um, in Ollie's room, in which we've always said has had a weird sense of energy going on in there, mm. right? So four stones. Now, I asked Samantha Dooley, who came, the medium that came to mum and dad's house yesterday about that, and she was like, yeah, probably left the portal open. Og. Like, All right. Okay, cool. Maybe put those back. Yeah, well, we got rid of the stones, so they're not coming back. Um, but while we while we had Samantha, the medium at mum and dad's house yesterday, we got her to go around the house, mm-hmm. right? And in particular, the front room. Now, in the front room, there is a, on, on the carpet, looking out towards the front of the house, out towards the street, there are shadows of what appears to be a pair of feet next to each other. Right, Just footprints embedded in the carpet. In the carpet. As if, like, someone's vacuumed the place and then you've stood on a freshly vacuumed carpet. Yeah. And your feet show. Now, we don't know how they got there. It's not a stain or anything. Mum's tried to have the carpet cleaned. They've never disappeared or anything like that. They've been there for years. Now, Mum swears, black and blue, on the night that um, they had the funeral for my nonna, her mum, mm-hmm. that she woke up and she was in the living room, looked towards the corridor... And saw Nonna appear, walk into the front living room, and then disappear. Right. Right? On the night of Nonna's funeral. Yeah. Okay. Now, when we had the medium yesterday at Mum and Dad's house, she took her into the front room. Now, immediately, Samantha went, oh, there's energy in here. Right? And Mum said, what do you feel? And she said, your mum's in here. Right? She really loved this room. And then mum pressed her a little bit more and she said she started making circles with her hands and she pointed towards the front door and where the passageway is, where mum reckons she saw Nonna. And when she started from there, wandered into this room and then she left through the front of the room, through the sort of where this wall is in the windows and around about here. And she stood on the spot where the footprints are. Oh, now, that, you, was her, that was her escape to the portal. Are you getting goosebumps? I'm getting goosebumps just telling this story. And Because right? you, you grew up in that home. You would have yes. known if those footprints were there earlier. Yeah, 100%. And they were not. I swear they were not. Is your house haunted? Love it. I want to hear I've, from people this I've morning. I've got a friend. This is, And this is like, it seems haunted, but not in that same. That seems like dark and kind of... Ugh. But my friend has a lot of things go missing in her house mm. and it'll be really obvious things. Like you'd be like, oh, I need a tape measure. Where's your tape measure? And we'll put it out and then the tape measure can't be found anywhere and you'll turn the whole house upside down and can't find it. But the next time you go to the house, 
It'll just be sitting on the coffee table. Oh, goodness And me. it happens lots. Like, it's not just once or twice. There are a lot of things that are going missing and then suddenly appearing. Are they all things like tables? You've got a ghost of a tradie living in that yeah, house. Yeah, she's renovating. Yeah. <laughs> Phil and Merowa, tell us what happened in Victoria. Yeah, yeah one dog combination. Now, I'm getting chills up my back bringing this up. Oh, let's Ooh, go. Good. This, ha- this happened years ago. Uh, Dad and my mum owned a house up on a hill in one dog combination in Victoria. Now, this house was run off a generator, so there's no power lines. Mm-hmm. Um, I walked through one room. My sister walked through the other uh, the other doorway through the room. No word of a lie. That light globe twitched, and it, it was going on and off. She looked at me. She screamed, and I screamed, and we didn't know what the buggery was going on. Now, we smelt aftershave, and it's black suede aftershave. And my dad's best mate used to live at the house. Mm. Now, uh, all we got was a big waff of black suede aftershave. And we thought, oh, no, that's, you know, like, that, that's Graham. That's Graham. You know, like he passed away years ago. Yeah. And uh, till this day, that house, uh, when Dad died, he, he got Mum to sell the house because Mum couldn't handle it. So they sold the house. Somebody moved in. My family went up there just recently to have a look. It's still got my dad's stuff there in the back shed from 14, 15 years ago. Yeah. And nobody lives in the house. The house is empty. Because they've bailed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The house is empty. The house is still there. What? And it looks empty like no, nobody's living in that house. Did you ever have anyone yeah. come and look at it or go, you know, try your luck at getting someone to get rid of the spirits or... Uh, no, we didn't really worry about it because, uh, yeah, it wasn't like, it was scary, but, uh, yeah, I'll tell you what, when I stayed there, you know, I didn't get much sleep. I didn't get much sleep at all when I was, I was living there when I was a kid. I always had my eyes open all the time, but, uh, yeah, you know, they never got anybody come up to the house or anything, but I was... I was an absolute critic, you know, uh, yeah, uh, when, when that happened when I was younger. I'm no longer a critic because be I do believe in that sort of stuff. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. if you live through it, as they say, right, like you, you, how can you be a skeptic if you've lived through it? Mm. Um, Michelle in Jindalee, our producers are saying to us to ask you where you used to live. Uh, from a family of funeral directors. So we used to live on premises at a number of funeral um, parlours around the country. Whoa. Does yeah, it? I talking. always thought that that might be a peaceful place. No. Yeah, no. Nah. <laughs> yeah, nah. can, can you can you walk us through this, please? So obviously, you would have people who have passed away on the premises, right? A of number course. of at any given time. So can you? Yep. Yeah. What What are the things you used to experience while being a part of this? Um, especially at one place, you would open one door, two others would shut at the same time as you would open that one. Um, we've come in a beautiful aviary that we had in the chapel um, and all the birds were dead one morning for no apparent reason. Oh. Like there's nothing that it's just not, it shouldn't have been because um, they're very well cared for. Um, pens moved to different places than what they were left. Oh. Um, yeah, just all sorts of things. One day we came to the front door to open up for the day and there's this weird little bunch of flowers but it's not as in like a, a gift flower. They were dead. Oh. Michelle, did you ever see anything? I've seen apparitions as in like you, you, you look from the side and you, you think, okay, something was definitely there and then you look straight on and it's not there. Yeah. And is so, there anything you um, used to do in the house to be like, to, you know, because you could get sage or do anything. Is there anything you used to do to try and alleviate those feelings? 
I didn't understand that then. I do now, but it wasn't really that much of a bigger thing as it is now, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, I did not sleep well. I mean, this we're talking from the ages of six upwards. Um, in primary school, it was, oh, my God, there's a weird kid. In high school, it was like, there's a cool kid at the funeral parlor. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Thanks for your call, Michelle. That's crazy. You know, it's funny. We were talking to Samantha yesterday, that meeting that was at mum and dad's house, yeah. um, about these sorts of things. And she did say it's common to, out of the corner of your eye, if you see something, generally it's because there's an apparition there. Mm -hmm. And she also said, like, you know, Phil was talking about the smell. Yes. Right? Black suede. Mm -hmm. Um, Because we often smell cigarette smoke at our house, even though nobody smokes. And she says that's one of the most common things that people smell when there's a spirit in the house. Yeah, that's mm. what my sister smells. Yeah. But we thought it was because my neighbour, she can smell my neighbour, but we thought it was just because she was a massive chain smoker. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to just mention that we know that sometimes kids say creepy things. I want to tell you my secret now. I see dead people. Dead people like in graves and coffins? Walking around like regular people. <laughs> Kids do say super creepy things. And I've had, like, I remember tucking my niece into her little day nap one day when she was little and she went, oh, Kimber, I can't sleep with that man in my room. And oh, me going, duh. what man? <laughs> and her, like, pointing at the top of the curtain rod oh, and me going, goodness. oh, dear. Like, mm. But what's worse is she'd tell you when he wasn't there. She's like, oh, no, he's not here today. And I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> We want to know, I've, I saw this one online where a dad was saying he was tucking in his two-year-old and he mm. said, and, and, the, and the little boy said, goodbye, dad. And he went, no, 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 we, we say goodnight. And he went, I know, but this time it's goodbye. What? Stop it. What? Stop saying creepy things, kids. It freaks us out. <laughs> Do you, have your kids said anything creepy to you? Uh, so just one. So, and this is, this is where, if they all said creepy things, I'd be like, all right, kids just say creepy things, don't I they? I bet I know which one it was. Go on. The character. Yep. <laughs> you get a ding for that. <laughs> Actually, you get thunder for that. <laughs> oh, um, okay. Yeah, right. So, the character. So, she, we're convinced that um, she, she's from another life. Right. Right. And she lived another time. Right. But this happened recently. It was only about a month ago. She came up to me and she said, Dad... Do you remember when um, I rode my bike into the bottom of that lake and then went <gasps> under the lake and with my bike and drowned? No. And I was like, what? She's like, yeah. It, mm. Don't. Mm -hmm. And I was like, did that happen? Did it? And she's like, mm-hmm. And she says things often that are far too beyond her age. Oh, and she no. brings up memories and she's very vivid with her explanations around them and all sorts. So we, we are convinced that she is from another life and occasionally she tells us things about it. Like it, It's also like there's creepy funny and then there's like that's kind of creepy. There's like, proper creepy. Oh, no, we know too much. Yeah. I mean, I did find it really funny when I saw that someone had said that their daughter said, I love you so much, mummy. I wish I could cut your head off so I could carry you around with me everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> also creepy. Also, but maybe just not on cute. that kind of spiritual level. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Steve in Naranda, tell us about your daughter. Hey, uh, yeah, we were just uh, sitting there, she was colouring in, and uh, all of a sudden she looked up and she said, who was at the door? And I'm like, what? And then about a minute later, there was a knock on the door and it was my friend. <laughs> oh, she anticipated their arrival. Steve. That's it. Oh. <laughs> Hi, Natalie. Hi. Natalie, Hi. has your kid said something creepy? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Um, so, like, we were just, he was just playing and we were just sitting on the couch chilling out and he's like, oh, you know, you're, 
you're my new mum. And I was like, what? Whoa. <laughs> um, yeah, and he's like, yeah, I used to live in another country with my family and my mum got shot and I had to live with my dad and then we had to move to another country. But my dad died before we got there. <gasps> what? How old yeah. was he? He's four. See, now this is the thing. Like, where where is he going to get that sort of story from? I mean, really? Yeah, yeah like he... He, yeah, I, I don't even know. <laughs> there is a doco. I, the name of it has left me. I'm so disappointed, but it's on Netflix about a kid who experiences like a past life like that and has full details yeah. about where that he was like a pilot and where his plane crashed know, and the yeah. plane he was on and his full name and it all turned out to be true. Fiona Horn is a modern-day witch. She's been practising for decades and also former lead singer, 90s rock group, Def FX. And Fiona joins us now. Good morning. How are you? Really good, thank you. Fiona, I grew up on the 1996 film The Craft, um, (laughs) where Neve Campbell made witchcraft sexy. But what is modern witchcraft and what is it used for? Well, I love that that film too, Kimber, but I was a witch a long time before The Craft came out. (laughs) But uh, modern, modern witchcraft, I have the same answer now as I had 30 years ago when I was first asked about it. Modern witches honour nature as sacred. We welcome or we worship a goddess as well as a god or recognise a goddess as well as a god. And we do spells and rituals to help and heal ourselves and others. And we see life as a place or an experience of magical opportunity. So we think that uh, by doing spells and rituals, we can create a more positive and exciting life for ourselves and for ones we love. So it's a healing, um, positive thing, not a dark, negative, you know, voodoo doll type thing? The vast majority of modern witchcraft, as you and I are talking about it, is is more is positive. And voodoo and all that kind of stuff is something completely separate. Mm. Um, I think at the end of the day, people are the determining factor. You know, you can have a good person and a bad person, someone that's sought out to live a positive life or try to be the best version of themselves as best they can because there's no such thing as perfection. Or there's people that are maybe drawn into, you know, experiencing life in a different way that's not as positive. But the vast majority of people drawn to modern witchcraft are doing it because they want to, you know, experience a a happier, better life. Is there anything extra coming out on Halloween? Does it bring out more spirits or magic for witches? Is there anything extra special about today? Absolutely. I love that you've identified that, Kimber. Um, the, The... Commercial event of Halloween is a is a fun festival that you know, real witches love as much as anyone. Really, right now in Australia, in the Southern Hemisphere, we are actually celebrating a Sabbath called Beltane because we're in that kind of springtime energy going into summer. So as I mentioned earlier, all our special days are based around agricultural astronomical events, what's going on on the land. So it's Beltane for us, but in the Northern Hemisphere, where Halloween was kind of invented, they are going into winter. You know, so it's a time you see death on the land and you honour that in as witches, you honour that as uh, in ritual by honouring your ancestors. And that's where the whole tradition of Halloween came from. It's a time that real witches consider the veils between the worlds at their thinnest and it's the best time to communicate with your dearly departed loved ones and honour your ancestors. And we will have, um, you know, there's these things called dumb suppers where you have dinner 
and you set a place for the dead person and you put food at the place and at the setting and everything and expect that they will join you in spirit for dinner and then there's you know like i said lots of rituals of respect and honoring of our ancestors at this time but you know here in australia we we celebrate halloween as a commercial festival and it is really fun and um it's still a time for modern witches wherever they are in the world to recognize um yeah that it's the our ancestors are a really important part of why we're here and um it's a really good time to light a black candle gaze at the flame take a deep breath and ask your ask the spirits if they have any messages for you Amazing. Fiona, we could speak to you all day. Um, so I kind uh, of want to be like, trick or treat. I'm going to go, have I got a trick for you, kiddo? Uh, Fiona Horn is a pra- it practices modern witchery. And if you want more details or would like to get in touch, you can do so through Fiona Horn, that's horn with an E, dot com. Thank you so much for joining us today, Fiona. Thank you, guys. You probably hear that I'm shuffling papers at the moment. Yes. Um, these are all of the notes that I took down when the medium did the family reading yesterday at mum and dad's house. Now, you had said you'd seen this medium before yeah. in a in an environment where other people went. It was a big open forum thing. And so you go, they were amazing. A crowd of people, you know, like you see on the TV shows, 60-odd yeah. people in the room, and she, me, my dad, my brother, my sister-in-law were there, some other family members and stuff were there, and she just picks you out of the crowd. Right. And her name is Samantha Dooley, mm-hmm. uh, D-U-L-Y. Wow. Like, all I can say is just, wow, what well, a day was it was so yesterday. good that you were like, please come to our home and mm. do it in our home. And we organised it. And mum has been, like, anxious as anything for a long time. Yeah. Right, when it comes to this. Um, but Samantha got there uh, yesterday and um, immediately, you know, we, we had a quick chat and stuff. And then she went into the back room and she began to open up the door to the other side. Now... When she did that, I could feel the hairs stand up on my neck. Like, I'm not even joking, opened. right? Mum was in there with her. Mum comes out and she goes, Dan, Loz, my brother and my sister-in-law, you're up. Samantha says, Anna is there. Now, Anna is Loz's grandmother who passed away just a few months ago. Okay. All right. So they've gone in. They come out after half an hour. So specific. Mentioned that the bricklayer for their house came through. Oh, and spoke about the wall that he had to tear down and fix, which he absolutely did. And then after that, mum and dad go in. Mum's parents came through. Dad's dad comes through. Spoke with mum about her little orange cookbook with the lackey band around it. This is incredible. Like, super specific. Super specific. Asked why she hasn't made an apricot nectar cheesecake for a while. What? Yeah, which I is... I mean, geez, we're not getting away with much, are we? No, which is Stop mum's... Stop watching us. Which is mum's dessert. It's her dessert of choice. It's what she's famous for in the family. Mention that she's got her thimble, and she's really proud of the fact that she's got her thimble. Um, ah. Spoke to dad about the numbers of the family. He's like, you're one of seven, and you're number four. And like, accurate as anything. Oh, no. And then Liz and I went in. After mum and dad right. were finished. Now, we've got a lot of questions in particular about the fact that what are we going to do with our whole housing situation, right? Yeah. But Liz's grandmother came through. My nonno uh, decided to hang around after we, he was done with dad. I said, don't worry, we buried a bunch of money in the yard <laughs> of the house you've already sold. Not quite. You said you cooked. <laughs> you're done. Um, Sam, the, the medium, went in with an absolute cracker right off the bat. She looks at me and she goes, your birthday's next month. And I was like, yep. And she goes, 20th. 
And I was like, yep. So November 20 is my birthday. Wow. Spoke about Ollie eating something yesterday. Blue, blue, I see blue, blueberry, maybe. Now, Ollie yesterday, we, the, the day before, sorry, was, we were really concerned because he was holding his throat like he had swallowed something. And Liz and I were talk, talking about all night. We're talking about, oh, I hope he's going to be okay. Should we take him to the doctor or that? She's like, he's fine. Don't worry about his throat. It's just a little bit sore. Um, Nonal spoke about our number two, Izzy. Apparently he calls her twinkle toes. But he he asked, where are her wellies? Why isn't she wearing her wellies? Now, she wasn't wearing her wellies that day. Isabella lives in her wellies. It's like, how how does she know this stuff? Yeah, right. How does she know this stuff? And then the final thing was, she goes, I see houseplants. I see a lot of houseplants. Right, why are there house plans everywhere? She spoke and she named the suburbs that Liz and I have been looking in. Whoa. She named near where we're going to be. She spoke about the body of water that we're we're going to be next to. But like the I I can't I can't express to you, right, just how incredibly accurate this woman was. Um, and there's so much more to this. We do a podcast actually called The Leftovers Podcast, yes. right, where we I'm talk about some around. of the things that we don't have time to talk about during the show during the week. This week on The Leftovers Podcast, I'll share some other stuff because she went around our house and had a bit of a, uh, uh, mum and dad's house and had a bit of a feel, right, oh, at what okay, was going cool. on. And the things that she said will just make the hairs on your arms and legs stand up. Um, she also said one other thing. Right, And yeah. I'm going to say this out loud because I'm going to be very curious to see if it comes true. She said, I'm going to have a massive career change in the next six to 12 months. How dare she? Now, <laughs> How very... I've got dead Matt standing sitting next to me as Weekend at Bernie's, who has Bernie's been has incredibly committed to this character and has said nothing yeah. all morning. And now she's taking you too. So this is the thing, right? I'm, I'm saying this out loud. I was really worried about whether or not to say this. I'm saying this out loud because it was said, and I'm very interested to see if it comes true. So I'm going to have a massive career change in the next six, 12 months. So okay. there you go. All right. All right. No, um, don't her, worry about it, guys. I've got this. It's fine. Yeah, I'll just good do stuff. a one-woman show. Her name is Samantha <laughs> Dooley, and I thoroughly recommend you get in touch with her, D-U-L-Y, because she is extraordinary, to say the least. All right. was the Pete, Matt and Kimber podcast for ABC Blinds October sale on now. Next 94.5.